0: what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of lessons thoughts podcast i'm your host Digital relaxation we are back again for another episode um this episode might be short because i'm going to be doing a back-to-back kind of thing <laughs> so just gonna talk about some stuff here and then i'm actually going to do what, an episode next week usually i do two weeks but I'm going to drop another episode uh, next week. So, and you will see why soon. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, as always, before we get into it, if you guys enjoy what you hear, what you're going here, please be sure to share and rate this podcast. You can rate the podcast on Apple or Spotify or both. That'd be best. Um, so yeah, um, I'm mostly just going to be talking about, I guess, media and stuff just briefly about stuff. Um, Some things I'm gonna dive deeper into the next episode. Probably just one thing, maybe. Um, So yeah, um, as usual, what I've been up to uh, starting off. Haven't really been listening to anything new. Um, Actually, just today, um, Novelist, the rap I've been following, actually announced his new EP is going to be dropping um, I believe the 17th of November um, I don't know why people send me snaps <laughs> um, but yeah so that's exciting I, I noticed that November oh, it's like as time been going on it's becoming like the spending money month <laughs> for the most part or just busy or whatever or just a lot happening Um, there's a few birthdays that's happening, um, cause the Black Friday sale that's happening. Um, usually bigger, um, these are when the main video games start coming out, me being the gamer. So that's going to be something I'll be looking forward to. I'm actually a to play the sequel came out today. So I'm going to have to download that, um, and play that. Um, but yeah, um, Oh, and some movies are coming out, Uh, the One Piece movie coming out, the Black Panther movie coming out, so yes, it's live on November, (laughs) Um, which is cool, I guess, Um, but trying to save money, damn, but yeah, so... That's mainly it. Um, So I mentioned last episode that I started, I think I did, um, that I started watching the Rush Hour trilogy, um, but I only watched the first two movies at the time. And then I watched the third one like a couple of days afterwards. And I noticed something that the third, well, I kind of noticed it in the second movie, but the third movie kind of solidified it even more. That I noticed that probably nobody has been talking about. And I don't know, maybe... There is some kind of logical explanation, but from just going off a of dialogue that I heard in the movies, um, I, I didn't. I realized that the t- the Rush Hour timeline of the three movies are actually weird, and weird as in because of when you go by the release dates. Um, obviously, the third movie came out two thousand and seven. And the first movie came out in 98. So there's a big gap. Of course, the second one came out in 2001. So even that from the uh, third one to the second one, that was a six year gap. But I've been (laughs) I learned through um, listening and uh, through when uh, Chris Rock and Jackie Chan-Catherine would speak about certain events that the entire trilogy (laughs) far as i from what i'm gathering the entire trilogy takes place in a matter of six to seven months tops maybe eight months tops so yeah this is weird uh like i said i don't haven't like i'm not one of those guys who like be deep diving into movies and looking for like news articles to see if it just says a year on it or looking for a flyer. I'm pretty sure it might've been something there, but I'm, like I just I just went off for dialogue. So that the the events of all three of these movies happened within a year basically. <laughs> um Cause uh at the end of the first Rush Hour movie, um Chris, Chris Tucker character leaves uh, um, Hong Kong with Jackie, cause he finally taking a vacation. Um, and I believe that vacation, I think it was like a two week vacation, I'm not sure. So he was in Hong Kong for two weeks. And when Rush Hour 2 starts, he was basically, it was like the last week or the last few days of the vacation. And he was already here, because he, in the beginning of the movie, he was complaining that, you know, this whole time that I've been on vacation here, You've always been doing work and like I wanna like explore more. Like you ain't had time to explore Hong Kong as much as you wanted to. So it only been two weeks since the first movie and the second movie happened. Granted, like I said, um uh, well I'm gonna get to that in a second. <laughs> but so um yeah, then the second movie happens and then the third movie happened and we get one line, well, we get it twice, but we get the line of, cause there's um the girl, I believe uh, her name is Isabella. Uh, in the second movie, she was the undercover Latina chick that they were spying on <laughs> through the hotel room. Um, Apparently, her and Jackie got together because um, she went to New York and um, Chris Suck was like, what is something you want to do? And he said, I always want to go to Madison Square Garden. So they both went to New York to basically chase after her. So they got together. And uh, Chris, uh, apparently the story is that Chris Rock um, accidentally shot her. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't remember exactly why, but he accidentally shot her. So, But they mentioned that it happened six months ago. So that means from the events of Rush hour two to Rush hour three was six months, that's at least seven to eight months. It's like obviously maybe they spent some time together, but yeah. but who knows? because the one factor about Rush Hour three and Rush hour one obviously is too young. Um, she's the little girl in the first movie. She came back in the third movie. Um, uh, they, I don't think they really do a age explanation on how old she is or whatever but even uh, Chris Rock was like oh like because he still would think about her as being a little girl like oh no we should get her like a little teddy bear or something that anyway, we she walks in and she's like you know a full blown teenager or well I'm assuming maybe she's like in her late teens but she looked like she might be in her like if I was to guess like at the time of the actress, maybe she would probably no older than maybe 21. Um, but like I said, timeline wise, that would be weird because she was like 10 in the first movie. And not even a single year has passed between all three movies. So she was still at least probably be 11. So that's the fact that uh, maybe Rush Hour 2 and Rush Hour 3 had a few year gap. But the events of him shooting his girlfriend was six months ago. I don't, that's where it's tricky. So if that's the case, uh, man, like I said, I don't know, it's tricky, but that, but I was going by um what year the movie um <laughs> what year the entire timeline would be. And I would if I were gone by like maybe like, maybe a few years has passed, um I would give the benefit of the doubt that maybe her in character actress might be eighteen, maybe that would be eight years. So going from the first movie which takes place in ninety eight to eight years after that would be what 2006 uh that's off my head i don't know probably not (laughs) Um, but that's actually a year before um the actual movie came out so technically i guess that would be right but that still means um, Rush Hour 1 and Rush Hour 2 still takes place technically in 98, even though Rush Hour 2 came out in 2001. So, interesting little things that, like I said, that's why I like watching movies when I'm older that I enjoyed when I was younger because <laughs> I catch weird stuff like that. It's like, oh, I, I would have noticed like there's a, actually a weird time thing going on. Um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, Rush Hour three. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I talked about uh, which one's my favorite one. It's definitely the second one. It's always been the second one. I think I seen the second one, and I think I seen the second. I don't want to. I don't want my memories to fail me there, but I know for a fact I seen the third one in theaters. But I want to see. I think I seen the second one in theaters as well so that's why those two are kind of more special to me than the first one because obviously the first one came well, well it didn't come out before my time but um by the time i knew what rush hour one was it probably was already like you know at the time frame probably i would say probably like maybe it was the year 2000 maybe by the time i knew what rush hour was 99 2000 so when the second one came out, I'm like oh okay, um, but yeah, a shower. <laughs> um, she Hulk, uh, the series is well, the season is has ended. Um, I said that I would give like a good review or whatever about the whole thing. I didn't want to talk about every episode, um, but I'm actually going to save that for the next week episode. Um, so I just give my light little impression of the whole series. Um, it was cool. Um, I don't think it deserved the hate that it initially got. Which I noticed that it got kind of more quiet as time went on. That's why I didn't want to know that people were judging it for the first episode. Um, I don't think it it, it, um, it would. The word escaping me. <laughs> I don't think it uh, deserved the hate. That it got, but it wasn't a great show. Um, the problem, my problem with She Hulk is that the whole purpose of the show basically established everything around She Hulk, and She Hulk just happens to be the character that we're focusing on. Um, we got information that. Uh, we got the information that the Sokovia Accords are no longer in effect. So people are now able to be vigilant, well, masked and you mm-hmm. uh, what's the word? Anonymous superheroes such as Daredevil mm-hmm. um, and um, Spider-Man, who has usually been big on keeping his identity a secret. So now that he's forgotten, that's a thing for him again now. Um, so people now have the choice to actually be anonymous again. They don't have to uh, sign the accords. Uh, we learned that people are getting powers. I don't know how that, that's yet to be explained, I'm sure. I'm guessing this is gonna lead towards mutants as we are slowly putting mutants into the <laughs> timeline. But there's people who just coming out of know with powers and they got to the point where they made a superhero law firm specifically for people who are super powered and you know so the fact that it went from you know even in the avengers like even though they didn't specifically say it so if we go by off just the bases it was just bruce banner uh steve rogers thor and that's about it in terms of like actual physical enhancement powers um obviously Technically, um, I believe in the comments, I'm not sure, don't quote me, I didn't read the comments, but I believe um, Black Widow has some form of the super soldier serum, but they never stated it in her like storyline in the MCU. Um, so technically, Black Widow is just a skilled fighter, Hawkeye is just a skilled archer, and Tony Stark is just a genius who creates weapons <laughs> and manages to condense it into a suit. Um, so it went from that to, and we got introduced to Titania who just happens to be super strong for some reason. Um, the, uh, what's his name? The immortal dude who can't die. <laughs> um, and other people who we have. We learned about um, the person who designed costumes for superheroes. So now we see how people get in their costumes. Um, like I said, all I did was just it was just a big season of world building for the MCU on where we are in the world like we're normalizing that there's gonna be more superpower people just out and about now, which means gonna be more super villains out and about now, which can make get more like it's not gonna be confusing when you watch shows like She-Hulk and Daredevil and Moon Knight or whatever and be like, where the heck is these superpower people coming from? Now it's established that these people are out and about. It's not explained yet why. Like I said, maybe they're gonna just be considered mutants. Because I don't know how you do it, just randomly getting powers. <laughs> um, and yeah, so and like I said, She Ho just happens to be the character who's just we're focusing on. So that's what sucks in her story because they know there wasn't much they did. They, they, she didn't even have a story. Like they literally, yeah she literally she didn't have no story basically (laughs) her story literally could have been summed up in like two episodes but like I said we're gonna talk about it more (laughs) I probably already I just went into it but um yeah I wanna get I guess more in details with it so gonna talk about that next episode um I'm gonna talk about this more but uh the Kanye situation has happened (laughs) um where uh well first it was um the white laws matter shirt and then his recent drink champ interview um I'll get into that in a moment um I finally watched uh Clerks 3 um that was that was actually interesting and it got I don't know I guess it was a twist that I guess I wasn't expecting because of how the trailer was promoting the story um, it was a it, was, it definitely was a great movie um, if you are into that franchise and that universe um, it was I would say it was. it's a good I don't know because he, I heard rumors I'm not sure if it was confirmed or not but um, Kevin Smith did say that he already had another movie planned that's within this universe I believe so I don't know how that's going to work but I would say Clerks 3 does a good uh, I don't know it's hard to explain because Clerks 3 and the Jane Solid Bob reboot both did a good job at tying up loose ends throughout the universe so the only question now is if he is playing another movie what is going to be the final loose end because I feel like Clerks 3 is kind of a good conclusion but I don't know I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I welcome more movies, but it's going to be weird, maybe, uh, depending on what the story is. And yeah, Clutch um, 3. Like obviously, I'm not going to get any spoilers, <laughs> but good movie. Um, and yeah, I got. I, I think I talked about it. I think I talked about I wanted to do it, but yeah, I got sucked into it again. Now I am. On to my fourth Cyberpunk playthrough. Um, I, yeah, I really, I really love that game, um, which is weird because it's like, I don't know, it's a game that I'm not familiar with in terms of like the game mechanics, the world building, like just. I was mainly the main the the game mechanics, like the whole building your character a certain way, like most games that comes with skill trees usually are catered to just leveling up your person like your character is this like you know your character can run fast your character is strong um your character can jump high and you got a skill tree that's just enhances it oh you can run even more fast or you can jump even higher you would be even stronger uh, so to make a game where you ca- cater to how exactly you want your character to be. You want your character to be some very fast, time-manipulating assassin, or you wanna go in guns blazing and just shoot everything and be a full tank. You can specifically make your character like that. I'm not used to playing games like that. And for me to like, fully get immersed into that style was different for me. Um, I, I mean, I talked about this game far more than enough um, about how it just changed my perspective on how I viewed the game and end up loving it. <laughs> um, so I'm already on my fourth playthrough. This fourth playthrough, I am using mods. Um, <laughs> uh, finally figured out how to use mods <laughs> on Cyberpunk. It was a little annoying. Um, but the playthrough I'm doing is I'm basically, I made my character look like Lucy so it's a sequel technically to the edge runner anime where basically i'm playing as her getting revenge <laughs> after the anime um obviously the story the v story is the v story but my headcanon is that she's getting revenge on arasaka for what happened <laughs> um so that's my fourth playthrough and i am already. I already have it in my head that I'm definitely gonna do a fifth playthrough as well, um, <laughs> and yeah, I guess I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I don't, I'm already because now that I'm getting more familiar with mods, I'm already slightly touching the possibility of doing a sixth playthrough. <laughs> I'm just gonna be playing Cyberpunk, and oh my, and the and the 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 expansion coming out, bro. Oh my, Cyberpunk is. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how the hell they did it. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I'm speechless. I don't know how they did it, but they did it. Cyberpunk, if you haven't played it, play it. If you haven't watched the anime, watch it. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Just yesterday, um, we got in the reveal of our new Apex Legend, it seems. Um, It was only storyline so we have no gameplay so i have zero clue on what this person can do but i'm not sure but it seems like there's an obvious there's an obvious split in the community about their feelings to this new character um, because this is their first um trans character in the game um so apex has not been shy about um cultural and LGBT representation in the game. Um, Since the game first started, one of the first characters, well, one of the first two characters that's in the base game, once you get it, is Gibraltar, he's gay, and Bloodhound is non-binary because we have no clue what their gender is. I mean, there's a story that shows a flashback of when they were young, but they look Uh, what's the word I want to say gender fluid where you where they can look either or depending on your perspective (laughs) so we do not know if bloodhound is is a male or female um and they've been flirting with um fuse lately so if fuse I will if bloodhound is male then that would make you know so we don't know um loba is um is it right to say these words <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> loba is l <laughs> of the lgbt um uh valkyrie seems to be i want to say valkyrie seems to be l but i don't know like well, they, they obviously one is uh mask more masculine than ones more feminine um who else uh we not 100 percent sure but we have Sarah um who has a uh there's a word for it bro i don't know what it is it's like uh no people like prince where you can't really tell their sexuality because of like they dress flamboyant or they move flamboyant but Yet you see them around girls, so it's hard to tell if they're on both sides or they just like to look that way, but they like women. (laughs) So there's a lot of representation for everyone. Um, And a lot of people were split on this one because, you know, um, it's like... People are like, how did we get from... Because obviously this game came from the Titanfall universe. So people are like, how did we get from Titanfall where the game is about, you know, two military factions going to war and titans and, you know, soldiers and all of this to just about almost, (laughs) it's like a good, I don't know, a good 70% of the characters in... The Apex legend game is some form of LGBT representation. <laughs> um, it's like why is it like people all know why are we focusing so much on their sexuality rather than them just being you no know, dope combatants? I guess. And um, I mean, I'll split down the middle on it. Uh, I don't necessarily care. Um, but I didn't, I, only, I only, it's hard to explain cause obviously I'm just going off of assumptions. I kind of don't like how they kind of made it a deal. Cause I didn't, um, I didn't, you know, before, uh, they said it, you can see how they kept the character look and their voice. It was like, oh, you look feminine, but your voice sounds you know masculine enough that it's like you had a transition so i was like i think this person may be trans and then they admitted it within the cutscene that they did transition but the way that they talked about it was like uh what let me see <laughs> wait yeah apex I know this is in the far future. So the the Apex <laughs> Apex uh the, the year of Apex takes place in the year 27 2733. Uh so 2733. That's the year of Apex. Um and they still talking about being trans as if it's still a shunned thing or something that's still hard to do in society. That's the only thing I'm like bruh like y'all 700 years past where we are like we're still at that stage where it's like you're uncomfortable like you know people are still making you uncomfortable with your identity like i feel like that shouldn't have been uh, such a big focus um i think they should have been more confident because they didn't seem too confident and uh they felt like they just got their confidence when they transitioned because they mentioned like they felt like they were like you know they weren't free before now they feel free and it's like I don't know I felt like it would have been better if they would have showed them off rip being confident about being a trans like and just being a badass <laughs> so I don't know that's my only thing because like I said it's this year we still like are we still like this in society where that's a thing. Like, we over here with so much future technology going on and we're still worrying about what people identify as, like, damn, 700 years later. <laughs> so, I don't know, I feel like they didn't they didn't need to make it seem like that was still a troubling thing. Um, We should feel more, if you want to be more progressive, I guess you should make it feel like, yeah, it's just, it's just you know, yeah, I transitioned. Now Now uh, I can just be the best me But like They made it sound like They were like Struggling with Coming to terms That they finally transitioned It's like Oh now I finally Can be me Like I don't know It's hard to explain (laughs) Um, But My only personal um, Issue so far Is Their character kind of Obviously, because we got no gameplay trailer, but looking at their character, they kind of make no sense. Like, some characters you can tell from when you watch their trailer that, oh, like, if you would watch something with Lifeline, maybe you can tell, like, oh, she's a medic. Like, she's big on saving people's lives, so I guess that's the role she's going to play. Even the last character, like, oh, she's a hunter, so that's going to be her style. Like, she's into hunting, and she has her little bird. This one, they just showed some goop thing that they saw in the factory and that was it so unless they figure out a way to weaponize it which if they do this character is going to be broken as all new characters are when they come in the game so they're going to get nerfed heavy um but so far the character don't make no sense from a tactical aspect aspect in the game i don't like you know i don't care what you identify like you don't make no sense being on the field because you have no skills like so the 20th we should be getting um uh, i guess we should be getting gameplay jello uh what this person can do or overview so we'll be able to figure out what they can do and if, if it's good and if it's something that's advantage or tactical, I will, I mean, I would definitely play with them. I always play with the new legends, but as far as me maining them, I don't know. It, it, one thing I do know is that it takes me time to main certain characters. Like recently I just started maining Newcastle and he was what, two legends ago. So recently I just start, I just started like finally messing with Newcastle, I didn't like him at first, but You know, it takes me, it takes time for me to, I guess, warm up to them and maybe because they do any kind of nurse or bust to them. From when they first came out, I'm like, oh, this person feels better now. (laughs) So, I don't know, we sell C, Uh, but yeah. So (laughs) the one thing I wanted to talk about in this whole speech here was that um, in the video, I don't know if it's still present, but in (laughs) the when a video just got released yesterday, um, like all the comments was just basically a troll comment, just basically talking about something that's completely irrelevant from what was shown. And I'm like, I'm guessing people didn't like it. And that's my, I guess that's the point of, yeah, you guys are kind of proving the point of my question of this is seven This is a 700 years, um, in the future of our timeline and this person's alluded to making it seem like they had a difficult you know experience with trying to transition and here you guys are <laughs> talking about man we don't want trans in the not games like this has nothing to do with fighting and war i mean bruh it's a free-to-play live server game they've if you want to make the game inclusive for everybody to play the game you gotta do something to represent something fortnite made zero sense when it went from military people in the background fighting each other to now we have marvel universe fighting against the dragon ball z and the naruto universe like obviously things ain't gonna make sense eventually but it's all about inclusions now you can play you can play Fortnite with Goku and do TikTok dances that you see on TikTok. (laughs) Like, it's just the inclusion of that, you know, these are things that's in your life and it's all in one form of media. So, yeah, I like playing shooter games and I'm a person who identify a certain way and this character relates to me. Yeah, it makes sense. So there should be no reason why we still... Judging characters for their parents and whatnot. My only thing is, you know, like I said, make <laughs> make the character make sense in the gameplay aspect. And my only question was why it seemed like, you know, 700 years later, we are still having a social issue of transitioning. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> um, that, that was my only thing, but, Yeah. Um, All right. So (laughs) back to Kanye. (laughs) Um, Now, I don't care about Kanye enough to be searching everything and dissecting stuff. I'm not, I'm not no expert on Kanye. I just, I can't, I I mean, I would say I love his music, but even that to a degree. um, The last, what would the last, the last full Kanye, pro- the f- the last Kanye project I cared about and listening to in full length was Jesus, but the last time I was like heavily following Kanye was actually up to eight oh eight. I didn't listen to um my dark twisted fantasy when it first came out. Um, it's just something about it didn't capture me. Uh, none of the singles were appealing to me. It wasn't until, like, not recently, but, you know, a few years ago that I actually listened to it. But when Yeezus came out, I listened to that day one when it came out. So I skipped an album. But after that, I have not listened to a full length Kanye album since. So I can't even say that I'm a huge Kanye, Kanye fan like that. Um, But, (laughs) um, yeah, let me take a sip of water real quick. Um, but So, um, he was on Drink Champs uh, I don't know when But the episode was out And I think yesterday he got took it down But, you no, know, once something's on the internet It's always on the internet People have been uploading Clips and to the extent uploaded, Re-upload the entire interview Which is like three and a half hours long and I listened to the whole thing when there was a release on drink champ while I was working <laughs> so I was just listening to that um and um I'm not here to I'm not trying to defend or break down the points I'm going to summarize if you have not um listened to what he has said or whatever To summarize, what Kanye new issue is um, is that he feel uh, because I don't like I I don't know the timeline, but apparently he's been saying some anti-Semitic stuff, um, and there's been something going on with George Floyd too. Uh, I'm not researching that either, but. Um, but his whole thing was they they censoring him. Um, they taking his. They trying to basically what it is he feels like they they're like there's just this big scheme against him. Like you know they trying to censor him. They took his shows away. They won't let him wear his white lives matter shirt. Um. Uh. Jamie Lee Curtis said that they she hoped that. Uh, well, she she hopes that they take his kids away from him. So he feels like, you know, hey, y'all are all attacking me, but y'all want me to still be for the culture. And the one time I asked you guys for help, which was um, when he uh, didn't know where his daughter's birthday was, um, nobody would know y'all wasn't helping him. And he felt like, I guess he feels like, don't feel like uh, you want me to be this responsible leader or whatever. Even though he claims to be a leader, but it's it's like he contradicts himself and like, don't expect me to be the leader you want me to be when you can't be there for me in my time of need as well. But it seems more like... It, it just seems more self-centered like because it's directly impacting him more so than because he's trying to make it a race thing you know he's not you know i want my black people to have the same luxuries as jewish people have and whatnot like you know how they managed to come up out of their oppression and overcome and got to a point where they are with their community he wants black people to be like that which is 100 facts um black people definitely need because we have been long overdue for our you know just our justice for what happened to us and still happening to us but the problem with his message is that it feels personal to him because these things are directly affecting him more than you know he's not looking at it like you know all he's not he's not making a lot of examples of multiple black people being censored multiple black people being taken down it's just it's because it was happening to him now he feels like oh you know we gotta stick together and you know black people gotta come together it's like nah don't no child trying to make a community now when it's affecting you like you gotta be 100 community from day one um so there's a lot of contradiction a lot of he's saying some factual things but like i said the problem is that it, it's personal to him and that's why his message is not valid because it feels like if it's if it was not bothering him he would not be saying all this stuff that's the thing so you gotta, you know, you gotta be 100% with the community if that's how you're gonna be talking from day one. Um, so that's Kanye's situation. Um, the main thing I'm getting out of the the, the Kanye situation though, um, I want to talk about is the whole, cause I'm seeing a lot of people comment like, oh, you know, y'all kind of proving his point by taking the video down or whatnot, that they trying to censor him so um, we questioning. Um, <laughs> freedom of speech. Um, Like, you know, is it still there? Like I was, no, the point was that you can talk about, you know, killing and destroying another black person, but once you talk about like, oh, I don't know, the powers that be, I guess, that's when they censor you. And it's like, do we really have freedom of speech and whatnot? Um, Also recently, I was listening to um, another podcast where he talks about, well, not Kanye, but another pr- another brother, um, Riza Islam, talks about, you know, you get the, they censored the, the president, like, you know, they took him off his of social media and all, like they censored the president of the United States. You're supposed to be the no, you're supposed to technically be you no, know, even though you're more so a, f- a figurehead, but in the general eye, you're supposed to be the top of the top of the leaderboard of America, and you can get censored. So what does that mean for people who know like us, once we get out of line and say things they don't like, like we don't stand a chance. So yeah, the question is about how much freedom of speech do we really have? If it's not, you know, obviously, if it's not benefiting whoever the powers that be and promoting their gender and whatever, like I said, no, we can get away with talking about know rap music and whatever get away talking about killing each other and doing this to your girl or whatever but once you talk about you know quote unquote anti-semitic stuff it's a rap for you um taking him up like no they closing his bank or whatever uh censoring they took his shows away so they they uh take down the videos where he's speaking about these things so don't get it twisted with what Kanye is doing Because yes The only thing I do Kind of Somewhat In regard respect Of Kanye doing Is kind of Putting himself In that perspective In that position Where it's like I'm I'm crazy enough Well quote unquote Crazy enough Because you know Who are we to say What <laughs> um, the, I'm the one who Who's I guess bold enough To put myself In this position Where I'm a step out of line And I'm going to show you what happens if I step out of line and just to prove my point that we are still technically not free. Um, But obviously, Kanye and me have different bank accounts on how free we can be with getting away with certain things. You can still go home to a big house or whatever. But um, me, if I do something, get out of line, and that costs me my job, I'm, I'm... no i'm screwed so we have two different luxuries of how far we can get out of line um so yeah i'm all for celebrities um stepping out of line to prove a point but like i said don't make this personal uh make it if you're going to be about the community you gotta be about the communities from day one we gotta know what your intentions was from day one uh, you most of your Stuff and flip flopping because it's been personally directing you. When you get quiet, then nothing is happening to you. You're supposed to be constantly saying stuff, but once it happens to you, that's when Kanye starts getting in the media. So that's where it's like, can we really support what he's saying? Like, I think you should just watch and observe what's happening to him and see, you know what that means for you. I guess more so. So yeah um i didn't want to talk about what well, i uh, it wasn't really originally on my notes but <laughs> it kept, the algorithms put this up in my face like a couple of times so i'm gonna talk about it a little bit um this is something i well, I, I would like to talk to about with i'm um, a female guest specifically a guest that i've been alluding to for the longest <laughs> hopefully we can do a uh, episode um But DJ Academics um, Recently was caught Just getting embarrassed On the I think it was the Fit and Fresh I don't know what it is A podcast or just a talk show Roundtable thing um, Where He got into it With a female Who clearly has The uh, energy That's like She got her shit figured out um, she, she's you no, know, she's comfortable with her place in life. She you no, know, she won't let no dude bother her or whatever. She you know so academics was like trying to be all tough with her, trying to clown her for having a, a deeper voice that's not you no know, girly girl, feminine voice which that's something oh my god (laughs) that's a topic i want to talk talk about i want to talk about so much with this one person as last i said this episode i feel like if we whenever i do this episode the person is probably gonna be a two-part episode (laughs) it's like gonna be like three hours each um but talking about well one of the things i want to talk about is the sexualization and fetishing of uh females and males but Age having age differences or oh, fetishizing ages. Um there's you know, some girl, like you say he want a girl that who sounds girly girl, whatever then is the people who like girls who just you know they just built smaller. And it's like, are you attracted to her because she's small? But that's for another time. Um so he's like, oh, like he's trying to like get under her skin and tell her things like oh you got deep voice or whatever and she's like bro like i don't have to prove nothing to you because you're not my guy like (laughs) i don't understand why you like so hung up about my voice i don't care why why you so hung up about how i look and then like she's just getting under his skin and this man immediately just started going to well you know uh got more money than your boyfriend you know how about that like so like she like she literally said like bro but you're still unhappy because if she wasn't unhappy you wouldn't be acting so aggressive towards me like all that money stuff don't matter because i mean how many times have we heard of all these rich people who you know off themselves like money does not buy you happiness we know the phrase already um so this man just basically got shut down and then he was like getting all trying to scream and you know he got that <laughs> he got that voice where, it's a const- where it constantly breaks when he gets high pitch so he's like he's trying to be all tough he keeps clearly drunk um yeah I don't know man I don't know the to go with that boy <laughs> but he he needs his humbling moment and you know hopefully it'll come soon but he's one of those dudes who feels like you know he got to a point in life where he got certain status and certain money so now you feel like certain people are beneath him now he felt like he can buy himself into situations and buy himself whatever he wants and she like kind of basically puts it in perspective that like bro like you <laughs> like you know you're, you're you're not attractive physically you know going at his weight i don't care about your money because you're unhappy like why would she be with someone who has this huge, clearly has a huge insecurity about himself when she seems to be satisfied with her person. Like, it don't matter if he's making a lot of money or not. They're clearly in, a, in a, um, a relationship where she's still willing to rock with him for who he is and vice versa. So I don't know what's wrong with that, man. But there was also another video, but I don't even wanna talk about this dude no more. <laughs> um, um, I wrote this down I forgot what I had in my mind well I guess I think it related to the Apex thing um, but I guess it's like the overall summarization of this mm, topics and whatever um, just enjoying what you want and enjoying things that you like enjoying things you love and whatnot. like there's a lot of like I said you know the Apex legends it's a lot of people who know just if it doesn't appeal to them or if it doesn't fit their agenda or whatever it is. Like, granted, I right, cool. Like, yeah, it's a new trans character coming out, but if you like the game. That means you clearly have a character that you resonate with. If you don't like that character, don't pick the character. Like, bro, like, you're not forced to play with these characters. You, If you want to just play with, oh, I like a straight, dude masculine dude well i'm pretty sure there's a few straight masculine dudes oh i like a strong single woman or whatever the case is whatever you identify as, whatever it is you like the character is there don't try to like discredit the entire game because of one character like enjoy what you enjoy the same thing with cyberpunk the same thing with overwatch <laughs> recently that had its issue i've seen a couple of videos where people talk about how that game is a disappointing sequel regardless like i mean i don't i haven't i I didn't play the game to to personally break it down myself but if the game because i know a lot of people saying the game is still at its core still the same game and if that's the case i mean you should still be technically having the same fun yeah they kind of took away certain things that's like one thing i guess the one thing i'm noticing from seeing videos and um talking to other people who play the game i think they made this game more competitive in a tr- in a sense of you guys have to be synchronized on this game now because of the no you know they removed the extra character so now you guys really had to like you know your tank character really has to be a tank now <laughs> so I mean, I guess that's good for the competitor, but um, that's also... Oh, that's a video I want to make, too. I think that's going to be my episode three of what happened. <laughs> um, the multiplayer gaming is catering to the competitive scene more than the casual scene. I mean, that's my problem with Apex um, and other games where they nerf weapons or take out certain abilities that were perfectly fine, but because they didn't like it when they played it in a tournament it's gone it's like bro we don't care about you in your tournament (laughs) like dude. what about all of us who play the game for fun like nobody's taking fun stuff out the game so yeah I don't know man just enjoy what you enjoy like what you like play what you play watch what you watch listen to what you listen to man just stop worrying about so much stuff in life bro just enjoy your lives man I don't know I don't know where that rant was going, but... <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I guess this episode is a little bit longer than I thought. I thought this would be like 20 minutes. But, yeah, man. Like I said, next week, I'm going to drop another episode. Or, I don't know. Cause like I said, I thought this episode would be shorter. I don't know. I'll figure it out. But I am going to have to do a back-to-back episode. But... In terms of recording... um. But in terms of dropping it, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll just do my regular two weeks. But I might drop it next week. I don't know. But if, uh, that's gonna put me on a three week. Uh, I don't know. I might do two weeks because if, if I do drop it next week, then I'm, that means I'm also gonna drop another episode the following week, and then that's when I'll finally get my week break. <laughs> I don't want to um, overdo it. Like I did when I first started this podcast when I was trying to do weekly episodes and I got burnt out quickly because trying to, you know, work a job and have a normal life, but at the same time trying to come up with episodes to talk about in a timely enough fashion. Um, I need that extra week <laughs> to talk about things and whatnot um and also give time for like you know certain things to happen in the media like uh just today actually um the rock and the rocky (laughs) the creed 3 trailer came out so look hey i would have missed that if i kept on doing episodes quickly but um yeah man i don't know enjoy what you enjoy like what you like love what you love um (laughs) And yeah man pay attention watch stuff make your own choices make your own opinions um, yeah <laughs> but um, do I have a question I have nothing written down but if I want to think about a question nah I don't have none. Uh, uh, it's not a question it's just message (laughs) day just enjoy what you enjoy Um, if you guys enjoyed this podcast though (laughs) um, speaking of enjoying uh, please be sure to let people know that you enjoy their content by uh, depending on what it is by purchasing it uh, liking it rating it five stars on apple and spotify subscribing all of that good stuff that you can do to support people that you like (laughs) um and also be sure to share it man because you don't have to like things by yourself um you know people that's the one thing uh, i noticed about myself too well i don't know Maybe some, also sometimes it's your friends uh that there's a lot of things that i like and it could be the same genre like you know me and my friends like anime but i like certain type of anime they don't or they just don't i don't i don't want to say they don't but they you know they prefer a different style and it's like i can't talk to them about that anime so like no but it doesn't hurt to share it. Like, you know, see if you can start a conversation. So yeah, man, you know, people who enjoy listening to podcasts or whatever or something, share it. You guys can talk about certain of things I talk about amongst yourselves, because that's kind of the purpose of my podcast to start dialogue and, ha- you know, give you guys questions to answer and ask yourselves like such as freedom of speech and whatnot. Um, so yeah. That was a long intro. (laughs) I'll see you guys next episode. Um, Hope you guys have a great day, a great week. Um, And yeah, peace.